Welcome back to another episode of the Healthy with Heartland podcast. I am your host, Justin. I am also here with your favorite creative directors, Simon and Shannon. How's it going, everybody? Good morning. Doing well. All right, today we have a very interesting topic for you. We are going to blow your mind. We're going to cover salt and all the misconceptions around salt, everything you think you know about salt. Pretty sure you're going to learn a lot today. So before we get into that topic, let's send it over to Simon and Shannon for some announcements. Awesome. Welcome back, Heartland family. So great to see you this morning. If you're not already, make sure you're following us on Facebook. Make sure to check out the Heartland Foodies group if you have not. Also, you can check all of our podcast recaps on our YouTube channel. So check us out there, Heartland Home Foods. And then as well, our Instagram. So we have awesome food photos and recipes. Make sure to check that out. If you are a Heartland Foods customer, we have a great reorder special for you this month. Happy April, everyone. Uh, we are going to give you a marinated box of chicken, your flavor, your choice, absolutely free with your reorder. So make sure to take advantage of that before April 30th. And as I just mentioned, make sure to let us know what is for dinner. Check us out and join the Heartland Foodies group so that you can be a part of all the awesome tools, tricks, recipes, straight from all things Heartland. Today, we're gonna get into some awesome topics uh, like Justin mentioned. And with that, let's get into the podcast. Yes, and we do have a giveaway. So yes, we do. like, share, and we're gonna give something away at the end. Yes, and we do. it's not a cookbook today, I promise. It's not. not. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's talk about salt. I'm going to make a bold statement. Hypertension is not a result of salt intake. Boom. Yep, huge. So I'm just gonna give you a couple stats to kick this off here. So compared to the 1900s, hypertension is about three times as high despite salt intake being the same. Wow. Yeah, history of hypertension in the US, here we go. Early 1900s, only 5 to 10% of the population was hypertensive. Hmm. 1939, it was up to 11 to 13%. By 1975, 25%. 2004, 31%. And by 2014, one in three Americans have hypertension. Oh my goodness. Wow. Scary. Yeah. yeah. So, Shannon, I think you have a little history of, of why that uh, salt dietary guidelines changed. Yeah, yeah, so I mean, just to kind of cover a little bit um, about, you know, where did low salt advice come from? So if you're familiar with, you know, the kind of thoughts behind eat a low salt diet or, you know, don't consume salt because it's bad for you, the topics kind of came out uh, around 1977. So what they did was they published dietary goals uh, which ended up becoming the 1980 dietary guidelines. So every five years, the committee meets, they talk about you know the dietary goals and no one questioned the science or the research behind why that was being recommended. And mm. there was no true facts as to you know why that information was being put out there and people were being misled. And I can kind of relate it to a lot of the information that's coming out now about cholesterol. Maybe we could talk about that in another podcast, but similar things are happening where you know, it was so demonized, um, you know, prior and in the past and now we're actually doing the research and the information is out there and we're learning about you know these new concepts so it's super super interesting yeah i'm really glad to get into this because there is so many misconceptions sorry i can't talk to it misconceptions <laughs> behind salt like it's like if you think about even just using the term you're salty <laughs> right? it's not it's like it's a, a negative it's thing, a negative right? thing right when you think about it so i'm really uh happy we're kind of like getting into it and going to be able to share that information with people to kind of 
possibly change the perception of salt and how much salt you're actually intaking. And I just want to give a little bit of background. I think we're kind of covering a lot of the topics in the book, The Salt Fix, and maybe Justin will go a little bit more into this, but mm -hmm. it's super, super interesting. And if you guys have a chance, it's definitely a book that we all recommend. Yes. If you want to learn it firsthand, go on a deep dive here. Um, definitely read the book, The Salt Fix. Great information. 99% of the electrolyte content in your body is NaCl. Mm. Okay. Yep. You are meant to consume salt and a lot of it. So here's why. When they look at the evolutionary progression of humans, right? We have the exact same salinity, the same salt content in our body as the ocean. It's the exact same. Wow. Right? This is how they know that we evolved from sea creatures. Wow. Yeah. So we used to be in the ocean once upon a time. Mm -hmm. And our body has all of this functionality around salt that keeps us alive. Mm -hmm. It's stored in your skin. You know, it's used for so many different things. Yeah. So, common misconception, right? Too much salt, bad for my kidneys, whatever. Yep. Just not true. The, the kidneys filter between 3.2 and 3.6 pounds of salt every day. Right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, they're super efficient. Yeah. It's 150 times more than the salt we actually consume every day. Mm. Wow. And they're designed to do that. It's totally normal. That's their job. That's it. Yeah. yeah, but then we're told, you know, 2,300 milligrams of salt a day is bad for us. Right. And you should uh, cut down your salt. Right. Yeah, I mean, and what's interesting too is like, if you're thinking about uh, the difference between what your intake would look like just to survive, right, versus like what's your intake to like really thrive. Um, they're talking about, I guess, it takes 300 milligrams of salt to live per day. That's just to like, to live and exist, right? Um, but just like other essential nutrients and you know things we talk about all the time, like magnesium comes to mind. You know why wouldn't you be striving for that optimal goal? Mm -hmm. um, you know why would you be just living with the minimum, right? And that's if you're not depleting it through exercise, coffee, things like that, right? Yep. Exactly. Or, or even your diet on a low carb diet, you're depleting your salt levels. On uh, you know just different types of diets, you're you're not retaining salt. You're not eating salt. Yeah, right? and I mean just touching on that, I guess it could kind of be a combination of all those things, but I know that they specifically said, you know, for someone who drinks, you know, one to two cups of coffee in a day, right there, you're, it's gonna flush out one entire teaspoon of salt, one entire teaspoon. So if, if you're eating less than that, just on your regular diet, you're already gonna be depleted and that's, that's without, you know, sweating or exercising, you know, or all these things that can also contribute to it. So it's really crazy when you think about that. And you said coffee, but it's caffeine in general. So it's tea, I mean, it's, it's soda, which is even worse because not only do you have, you know what I mean, the, the whole, you know, salt aspect to that, but then you have the sugar on top of that. Mm. So you're, you're low in salt and then you're high in sugar. And we already know, you know what I mean, sugar is like super bad for you in general. So that, yeah. that's the real thing that leads to hypertension. Right. Mm. It's not salt. In fact, what I found extremely interesting was that having a low salt diet is actually way more dangerous for your body functionality than a high salt diet. Right. Mm -hmm. Because your heart needs like it's going to work harder to pump the blood if you have low salt yeah. yeah right you need salt in there to pump blood so you don't want to put more stress on your heart with a low salt diet exactly yeah and what i mean i guess what they were saying too uh or what he mentioned oh but he just justin i just want to touch on one thing because it's super important that you said you said um you know for the lack of like, you know, like a low salt diet, right? But what's too much salt, mm. right? Like, I, I think they were, they were saying there's, there's a certain number and you can back me up on this. It's like, there's a certain number of salt that they pump through somebody's kidneys and it was like 
Oh, you know, it, was it was like a crazy amount, and it was like totally fine. You, I think you can't consume too much. <laughs> right? Yeah, they, I mean, you can, but like it's you would have to intentionally be like eating bags of salt. Right. right. I, I think they literally asked the author, you know, can you overdose on salt? And he said it, it probably would never be the case. And I think that's where you know we were kind of talking before the episode started. And thousands of years ago, the human race was com- was definitely consuming a lot more salt than it is even today because we were preserving all of our food. Everything was you know, salted. So mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. amount that we would be consuming today is not even close to that. And our bodies are designed to handle way more than we could even think. Yeah. I, I found the um, study on um, Korean culture, you know, they consume an average of 4,000 milligrams of salt to, uh, per day. Mm-hmm. And they have very low rates of hypertension, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, they did a study and they had a really high salt um, content people and then low salt content people hypertension was actually 13% higher in the lower salt people. And I think because when you're satisfying with salt, you're less likely to satisfy with sugars and other bad things that That are actually going to lead to artery clogging buildup and things that are going to raise your blood pressure. Salt will not raise your blood pressure. Yeah, I think they even said too, low sodium levels in the blood were associated with higher levels of mortality. So 42% 42% of the people that are coming into the emergency room with, you know, something that's going on or an ailment are low in sodium. Yeah, if you have if you have a low salt diet, your blood volume will be about 10 to 15% less. And that's going to make your heart work a lot harder. Yeah. Yeah, I mean and then just touching on that, you know, like stress and we talk about this a lot. Salt is directly related to stress because it's associated with your adrenals and your adrenal glands. So adrenaline yep. is associated with, you know, being low in salt. Um, and so all that's de- like an e- a deficiency or an inefficiency with your adrenal glands um, can is what can make you feel like burnt out and like fatigued or you know I'm just tired I don't feel like exercising and you could be wondering why all these things are happening and it could be because your sympathetic nervous system is just overloaded from having a low salt diet. That's crazy. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because you go you have people that go to the doctors and then they give them this information back, like you said, from the 1977 goals yeah. to the 1980 guidelines. They get this information, they're recommending you to not eat salt, which causes other problems on the back end. Yeah. Like that's crazy to me. Yeah. Yeah. It's wild. pretty amazing. So then the next phase of this is, okay, now we know like salt's actually good for us. We're all gonna have more salt. I hope we at least establish that. Right. Yeah. So now <laughs> let's get into the qualities of different salts, the different, mm. you know, what's in them, which ones should you be consuming? And this was kind of mind blowing to me when they were like, pink Himalayan salt, bad, bad for you. I'm like, what? I thought that was one of the good ones. (laughs) Right. So uh, basically, you know, salt has minerals, right? That's what's in it. But depending on where these salts are mined from, where they come from, there's different concentrations of these minerals. Mm. So Himalayan pink salt, that region of the world, the Himalayas, those salt deposits actually have trace radioactive minerals in them. Mm. We're talking uh, like uranium, plutonium, Mm. that's found in in those salts. So they said, you know, you don't wanna, because we're gonna have, you know, we eat a lot of salt, which is a good thing, but you don't wanna do the pink Himalayan salt because you're actually gonna put radioactive minerals in your body. Mm. Just drop a bomb on that. Okay, that's probably something you wanna be aware of. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. they also said beware of, you know, uh, white sea salt. Uh, bleach, mm. it's common practice. Um, real sea salt is actually gray. 
So you could buy gray, gray um, salt. sea salt, yeah, um, but stay away from the white sea salt. It's all bleached. Yeah. Oh my and uh, but they said the you know Celtic sea salt's really good, mm-hmm. but the healthiest salt on the planet actually comes from right here in the U.S. Hmm. out in Utah. So there used to be the ancient you know like the salt flats out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It used to be an ocean. Oh. And when it all dried up, you were left with those salt flat deposits. And those salt flats out in Utah, for whatever reason, that ocean, what it left was really high concentrations of magnesium mm. and you know, other really good minerals, and there's nothing bad in it. So Redmond's Real Salt, that's the brand. Uh, that's the highest quality salt you can buy. It comes in like very fine and also sea salt, like coarse, bigger chunk rocks too. So, mm-hmm. yeah. That's awesome. Completely switched to the Redmond's. Yeah. You just do like a little bit in your water, or you just add it to your food, like as a yeah, add it to the food, and uh, and I'm not shy. <laughs> yeah, I consume a lot of salt, and I feel a lot better on a, a pretty high salt diet. So I don't measure it, I don't worry about it. I just put it, you know, enough on there to where it tastes good. Um, same thing with beef, right? Like salt really brings out the flavor in beef. Oh my god, it really does. It's yeah. like I'm salivating you, right now. Yeah, <laughs> as you say. So yeah, don't don't be shy when you're seasoning your steaks. Salt them up before, cook them up, salt it after. Just get yourself some salt. Awesome. I got a visual right now, Justin, and as the salt day. <laughs> That's awesome. No, I mean the other thing I just wanted to touch on. You mentioned you know magnesium, um, and another thing that they mentioned in the book is that low salt diets can actually be like a triple threat in reducing magnesium. So. It begins to steal magnesium from like your bones. Um, of course, you you excrete magnesium in like your sweat, your urine, things like that. But um, your body, if you have a lack of salt, it will start substituting that sodium with magnesium. So it's actually pulling that out of your body. And as we've talked about prior, you know, magnesium is one of those things that a lot of people are already going to be deficient in. So, um, and then another thing to touch on is magnesium is actually what binds to ATP. So ATP is energy is where your body makes energy from so if you are going to be low in salt and then on top of that low in magnesium that's also going to be another factor you know in decreased energy um, and stuff like that so it's just crazy how relate interrelated they all are yeah your mood too i mean magnesium you know we talked about it in the supplement episode but yep. it's if there's one thing that you're not supplementing that you should it's magnesium it, it helps with your mood um, calms you down you're supposed to take it in the evening before bed sleep better mm-hmm. there's a lot uh, that magnesium does and we're all deficient in it none of us get enough magnesium through um, food like we used to like we talk about how just you know soil depletion nutrient density is not what it used to be so yeah. you have to address these things and supplement it to give your body the functionality it needs like your body doesn't know that it's 2021 and we ruined our soil like <laughs> it only knows its evolution of millions of years that's right yeah that's so true and another thing sodium allows for just so we're on the topic of you know like minerals and other um, important nutrients sodium also allows for a lot of things to come in and out of our cells um, so it lets vitamin C into the brain. So like for elderly folks as well, as, as well, like vitamin C is super important for, you know, overall health as well as brain health. So just in general, you know, having a higher um, contents or a higher salt diet, is going to be a lot better for them. Whereas where you find like in a lot of um, older folks' homes or in nursing homes, they're feeding low 
low carb and low salt diets. So, so don't it's even just, get me started on, it's on a, what they're feeding people in, in the hospitals and at these. You know what I mean? Like that's crazy. It's very interesting. Just you know that how these little things, these little shifts, and these little changes in your diet can really help your overall body function. And there's something in there as well about like the osteo. You know what I mean? Like people think that yeah, osteoporosis and how um, you know women are are prone to you know osteoporosis with age and how we mentioned that it will help. If you have a lack of sodium, it will draw out magnesium and things from your bones. So from your bones, yeah. It's depleting those things. So, yeah, it's just super interesting, all the benefits that, you know, salt can have on your body that I was not previously aware of before, you know, diving into a lot of this research. So, it's very interesting. Yep. I just want to give a couple shout-outs. Uh, you know, Paul Tobin is watching. Todd is watching. Liz says she loves Redmond's. Yes. Zach is watching. What's up, Zach? Yasser is watching. Nancy West. Reese. Um, Adrian. Rachel. Thank you all for watching. Thank you all for tuning in. Hit us with some comments, some likes, some shares. We really appreciate y'all. Yeah, thanks so much for tuning in. And another note on that, you said Wesp, so let's give a quick shout out to Matt Wesp. It's his birthday today, so oh, happy birthday, Matt. <laughs> Hope you have a good one. Um, but yeah, it's just it's super, some cats. super interesting. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, salts. I think we know now the misconceptions, where they started. Yeah all the way through to what type of salt you should be having, if you are, because not all salts are created equal. Definitely. So definitely the Redmonds, I'm definitely gonna check them out. Um, but yeah, incorporating salt into your diet, it's not a bad thing, it's actually really good for you. Yeah, and, and like we said, do the research. I mean, there has been so many studies and The Salt Fix is a great book. Um, you know, if we did mention, it's um, written by Dr. James Antonio. Um, so he's a doctor of pharmacy, but an extreme research scientist in terms of the cardiovascular um, space. And he's also an associate editor for the BMJ. So it's Open Heart uh, Journal, and he's authored over 200 publications. So he said one of his passions in life is research. reading and research. So um, definitely one to take advantage of and, you know, learn some more from that. So I'm glad there's people like that in the world. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that want to research, that really take it upon their, you know, upon themselves to kind of go out and find these answers. Because if we were just still listening to that 1977 dietary goals, mm -hmm. I mean, what well, I mean, you know, they had the low fat. That was the low fat diet that was in there. And now we know all the the things that are wrong with the low fat diet. Right. Then they have these things about salt that were in there. So there's so many misconceptions with those guidelines. Yep. That I'm glad there's people. And, out it, there. and it makes sense, right? Because the way they did that research, like if you try to just think about like, how could we be so wrong about something like that, mm -hmm. you know, they would they would basically look at someone's blood pressure on a certain amount of salt, look at it with a little more salt, and be like, oh, okay, well, yeah, if you increase your salt intake, your blood pressure goes up a little bit, yep. right? Which is true, but it's not the cause of hypertension or where your blood pressure is to begin with. Right. Yep. That's the missing piece of, of all those studies, right? Like yep. your, your baseline blood pressure is gonna be a function of your cardiovascular health. You know, like not eating all the terrible foods, sugars, and things that are gonna make that blood pressure get elevated to begin with. Mm -hmm. So yes, salt does impact your blood pressure from the baseline. Yep. That's it. So you can only elevate it a little bit or decrease it a little bit, no matter how much salt you are putting in. So the baseline of where your blood pressure is, is based off your diet and your exercise. Yeah. Nothing to do with salt. And too, like just to add to that, the initial study that I think they did were before they had that committee meeting where they made those decisions, they did the study with 200 individuals and they were all hypertensive patients. And then they extrapolated that evidence, the weak evidence, mind you, to the entire population. So it just was <laughs> mainly opinion and not really fact. Makes sense, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
we're just gonna keep dropping these bombs every week. <laughs> yeah, I think oh, this is yeah. such great information. And like we said, um, comment below and let us know, you know, what other topics you'd love for us to cover, what value you're getting out of this episode. Mm -hmm. Should we talk about our guests for next week? Yes. I'm super excited. Yes, we are all super excited. We have definitely talked about it and mentioned it before, but next week on our podcast, we are gonna have Matt Mayer, who is the head farmer, regenerative agricultural renegade himself. Um, from Thousand Hill Farms, he's going to be joining us, talking about all their awesome products, their processes, their smokehouse, and I'm sure you know Justin and him will go back and forth on that. <laughs> uh, but we're super, super excited to have him on, and we will definitely send out an email to all of our Heartland customers and yeah. following uh, to make sure you guys know that that's happening 9:30 a.m. next week. Yeah, one of the topics I'm super interested to ask him about is the soil regeneration because he mentioned a couple things about that, and I think it's super huge to you know like buy up these GMO cornfields and turn them into these lifetime pastures and then with the soil regeneration like what we're doing to the soil and how long it really takes for the soil to regenerate and become like actually healthy again yeah I'm, yeah I'm I mean what a mission right I mean it's one thing to raise cattle the right way but to do it in the sense of targeting GMO cornfields and converting them to grasslands like this guy is <laughs> that's the renegade he's on fire yeah that's awesome it's very exciting we're definitely looking forward to having him on next week so definitely tune into that it'll be 9 30 a.m on the facebook page thursday morning april 8th and i think with that unless you guys have any other things you'd like to touch we can go ahead and maybe get started with our giveaway i'm super Ooh. excited for it today maybe justin you could show us what we got all right so a lot of you already know what this is, the Rufus Teague Barbecue Pack. Woo! And it's delicious. It also comes with the meat rub in the middle, Rufus Teague meat rub, oh and then gosh. you get two barbecue sauces, Tacho Heat and Honey Sweet. Mm. Yeah. All it's natural. Awesome. None of the bad stuff. Yeah, so that is coming one of your ways. One lucky winner. Make sure you go ahead and like, comment, Share this episode with a friend below uh, for a chance to win. We will do a live drawing just here in a few minutes. If you're just tuning in, I'll just go over our reorder special again today. Uh, we are gonna have an awesome reorder special for you this April. So if you order before April 30th, um, order this month and you'll get a marinated box of chicken absolutely free with your order. And we have tons of flavors to choose from. So your choice and we'll include that absolutely free with your order. Have we gotten a drum roll sound effect yet, Simon? Not yet. There's actually been a bunch of people popping in. So. Awesome. <laughs> we definitely want to make sure that all of you have a chance to win our awesome giveaway today. So if you're just tuning in, make sure you comment, make sure you like, and make sure you share this podcast with someone you think gets some value out, it, out of it. Maybe someone who is interested in the topics of health and wellness, um, or you know, maybe someone who wants to know more about salt. Let's see. All right. Do a fake drum roll here. Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> awesome. And who is our lucky winner? The winner is Juan. Yay! Yes. Congratulations. You are our lucky winner. We will contact you, get this awesome Rufus Teague barbecue sauce and dry rub out to you as soon as possible so you can enjoy with those friends and family. And, this, and the warm weather is coming, so I know we're all looking forward to grilling, smoking, doing all that stuff, right? Absolutely. It's the time. It's that time of the year. I can't wait. I'm going to be out there with a the flat top, just steaks, all kinds of stuff. Vegetables. Mm. Yes. Definitely yeah. get out those cameras, take some pictures, post them on the foodies group. Let us know what you're up to. We'd love to hear from you. And with that, Justin, I think you can go ahead and wrap us up and send us off and we'll see you all next week. Sounds good. Thanks for joining everybody. And as always, Thursdays, 930 AM for the next episode. 
And as always, stay healthy with Heartland. Got that move.